0: Welcome to the pulse of st louis i'm shirley washington tonight we take a closer look at organizations that are making a big difference in the lives of people right here in the gateway city area you know alpha kappa alpha sorority is hosting its 84th central regional conference in st louis and activities include honoring the sorority's founder and implementing community service programs joining me now coretta bozeman she is the 84th central regional conference chairman and kathy walker Steele, central regional director Thank you both so much for being here. I am so excited about what you are doing in the community. This is good stuff. So Kathy, let's start with you first though.
1: Tell us a little bit about the history of the AKAs. The history of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated began at Howard University uh, with a native St. Louisan, Ethel Hedgman Lyle, who is a 1904 graduate of the Sumner High School. And she went on to Howard University and had a vision of a sorority for college-educated African-American women, and thus it started in 1908. Here we are 110 years later with over 300,000 members since our inception, 75,000 members active to this day, and this is the central region, which is comprised of Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, North and South Dakota, In St. Louis and Cape Girardeau, Missouri, of which we have about 5,300 sorors, we call them sorors, our sisters, in this region of Central.
0: And you Mm -hmm. have sisters around the world.
1: Around the world. We just chartered our our last chartering was in Dubai. Mm -hmm. And we're in uh, London, Germany, South Africa, all through the Caribbean. That's amazing. Yes. Amazing.
0: Yes. So, Coretta, just fill me in and tell me what can people expect from the conference this year. So, this is really exciting for us because, as
2: uh, Kathy mentioned, our found one of our principal founders is from St. Louis. So, we are going to begin the conference with a dedication at the Sumner High School for her, and so we're um, having a dedication service on Thursday at 1.30 p.m. and we're inviting anyone to come that's, you know, especially those that are graduates of the Sumner High School. And we're excited about that. We're also at 11 o'clock, right before that, we're uh, doing a revitalization of Tandy Park, which is adjacent or corner to, to uh, Sumner High School. So we're going to do that as if the weather permits. I know, So, right? <laughs> you know, let's uh, hope that we have some really great yeah. weather. And that um, revitalization and renewal of the park is part of our international programs. So four years ago, we made a commitment to revitalize 1,908, and that number is significant with the 1908, and we've exceeded that goal throughout the world. So we're excited about that and so we're going to do community service here. We believe in community service.
0: I want to talk about Mm -hmm. some of the programs Mm -hmm. specifically as it relates to mental health, Mm -hmm. physical health, Mm -hmm. just overall health of Mm -hmm. people in the Mm -hmm. community. Talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about
2: that. So that is also one of our program areas and in the St. Louis metropolitan area we have five graduate chapters and two undergraduate chapters and we collaborate with together to do programs and so as it relates to uh, mental health we have partnered with NAMI um, to we participated in the walks we've done workshops and so actually I think in a couple of weeks we have another workshop that we're doing and participating with NAMI to um, bring awareness to mental health. And then of course, there's always just health. And so we like to do um, our um, slides and making sure that we're active in uh, the community and keeping our bodies healthy as well.
0: Absolutely, Kathy, Mm -hmm. why is it so important for the AKAs to have a presence in the community?
1: Because we were started on the um, foundation of service to all mankind. So we have international targets with each administration that comes in and we just want to know that to the for members of the community that we're giving back. Uh, one case in point is one is educational enrichment. Uh, think HBCU and you know we have Harris Stowe State University here. We will give out a scholarship to a Sumner High School graduate in the amount of $1,908 hence 1908 and that person will be attending Alabama A&M uh, State University. So it's good for the community to know that we're collecting backpacks, that we're going to distribute uh, to schools and agencies in this area, that we do we, pink goes red for a day for heart health because in the African-American community heart disease, stroke are so prominent and that we're not just going to meetings uh, stepping and strolling that we're about service you know family strengthening we talk about financial stability with families so you know that you need to manage your money just as you manage your time you know seasonal wraps we used to do coat day but some of our communities It doesn't get cold, unlike St. Louis, you know, Central (laughs) Region. It's cold now in April. But we'll do seasonal wraps, hats, Mm -hmm. gloves. So we always want to be giving back. And that's what our founders did Mm -hmm. on the campus of Howard University.
0: And talk about some of the founders. I mean, you talked about one of the founders being from St. Louis. Who are some of the others?
1: Oh, some of the other ones, they were the Burke sisters. Mm -hmm. It was like 16 of them, Mm -hmm. you know. And at at Howard University, we have a window, you know, Lucy Diggs, Slow. And most of them were educators. A lot of them were educators. Uh, and Ethel Hedgeman Lyle, who was from here, then she moved to Eufala, Oklahoma, uh, and was the first African-American teacher out there. They named mm-hmm. a highway for her. So this is the first time we're coming back to St. Louis, and she's the principal founder. It's like she had the vision, and she got these other ladies together They said, you know, let's make this happen at Howard. So they were all educated, Mm -hmm. wonderful, you know, with a vision and a mission on their minds. But we always say, who would have thought 110 years Mm -hmm. later? Mm -hmm. You know, how many things last 110 years? And we're going strong. Absolutely, and you talk
0: about such great role models in the Mm -hmm. community, Mm -hmm. Coretta. It's just amazing.
1: Yes,
2: our members are um, in all walks of life. So when you look at uh, Mae Jamison, African-American female. astronaut astronaut. that's right so we are represented throughout and so that's it it is exciting it really is exciting and that's just one example i mean we can talk about so many well we do you want to talk about (laughs) it go for it your platform platform.
0: absolutely
1: (laughs) absolutely the coretta scott kings Mm -hmm. you know uh, just phenomenal right phenomenal women Mm -hmm. right you know that that and each and each uh, every two years, we have our international conference, which is called the Boule, and we mm-hmm. bring in honorary members. Uh, and as you know, you know, the hidden figures, mm-hmm. uh, those ladies, Alpha Kappa Alpha women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so.
0: that's, that's incredible. Oh, my gosh. It's just remarkable women. And what an awesome legacy. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to talk a little bit more about the mission when we come back from the break. Got to take a break. Stay with us. We are back in a moment. Welcome back to the Pulse of St. Louis. Tonight, we are talking about organizations that are making a big difference in the lives of people right here in the St. Louis area. And so we are talking with representatives from Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. And let me tell you, when they put on that pink and green, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So when you put on your pink and green, what does that symbolize? What should people see beyond the colors? Mm-hmm. You want me to take that? <laughs> <laughs> go for it, Kathy. I can okay. see you're
4: ready for right. this
1: one. Well, what people see, and, and and we started as an undergraduate right. uh, chapter and, and I go throughout the region uh, speaking to new young ladies who like to come into our organization and we tell them once you put on this pink and green you came in here as Kathy Walker Steele. When you walk out that door you're representing you know 300,000 women and we have um a standard that we live up to you know Mm -hmm. we have a standard Mm -hmm. that we live up to and it's something when you see all the resplendent peaks and greens when you when we converge on downtown it just it's a wonderful feeling it's a sisterhood and you know that whatever happens you have your sister Mm -hmm. and that is like foremost in our minds just getting together we do a lot of business sessions we'll have three business sessions we'll take care of our targets make sure They're implemented right, make sure that they know how to conduct a meeting, parliamentary procedures, and make sure that the undercore value is the sisterhood. Mm -hmm. So we'll all converge and they'll have a good time, and you'll see the pink and the green, fellowshipping, but we do take care of a lot of business. Mm -hmm. We do take care of a lot of buildings, business, because one of the goals was the HB, think HBCU, mm-hmm. and as you know, historically black colleges and universities are struggling. And I'm a proud graduate of the Fisk University in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, so that's mm-hmm. dear and near to my heart. But then, Harrisville State University here, we want to make sure that we support them and all of the HBCUs. And then we have the ASCEND program, which is for uh, high school seniors. And it's just to help them make the transition, and not everybody goes to college, but be a productive citizen. You know, be a productive citizen, get a trade, be something that you can sustain a healthy lifestyle. So we work with those, starting in the ninth grade all the way through the twelfth grade, and those are our SIN students. So we've been working, and then one of the chapters here, as Coretta said, we have five in the metropolitan area, mm-hmm. two on the Illinois side three over here, and one of them just had a college tour. Mm-hmm. And they go to the colleges, you know, I'll say Fisk again, mm-hmm. Fisk, <laughs> yeah, uh, Fisk. Partial. Partial <laughs> Fisk, Tennessee State, she's partial to Tennessee State, you know, mm-hmm. Alabama A&M, mm-hmm. Alabama mm-hmm. State, mm-hmm. Spellman, Morehouse, right. all of those schools. So, you know, to expose some of our students who have never been there, right. Right. They've, they've never, they don't know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they don't know what that life is like.
0: Right, and that's one of the things I think, Coretta, um, that's why I was saying, what should people see when they right. see these women dignified, smart, yes. accomplished mm-hmm. women in their pink and green? I mean, it's more than just colors. It is yes. so
2: much more. And as Kathy was mentioning that, so we take them to see the colleges, but we also then support them financially. So most of our chapters offer scholarships. And we have, because of our, I think HBCU, um, thrust we've been really purposeful and intentional about giving scholarships to students going to HBCU colleges but also because Harris Stowe is here we've also had um, scholarships targeted for students going to Harris Stowe so we try to make sure that our students you know we and that's why we work together so on MLK day Um, One of the things that we were really excited about, all of the chapters partnered together in the area, and we had over 500 volunteers between our chapter members and people who love us that come out and work with us. And we were at over 20 locations providing service. So when you, and, and of course we had on our shirts That, you know, it it said had pink and green in it, but we were working. Right. So you may see us in pink and green, but we will service to all mankind. That's we stand by that and we continue to to work towards that.
0: Yes. Kathy, fill me in and tell me, what do you look for in a young woman who wants to be an AKA?
1: We look at grade point averages, we look at community service involvement, we look at reference letters, and young ladies who have a commitment and a desire to give back to the community, Mm -hmm. who move with grace and dignity and just uphold yourself, you know, hold your head up high. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things with the uh, undergraduates, we have what we call a a coming out show, right? Mm -hmm. And they would come out, you know, with their heads down, and and I'm a proponent of hold your head up why are you holding your head down, but being able to speak, to talk, to work, to make a difference. And then we have to be careful with young young people because, you know, they may have their own little idiosyncrasies, but sometimes coming into a sorority can make a difference in your life. You know, and if and if you got in and somebody voted on you, you know, help a sister out. You know, let's not be let's not be blinded, uh, with, with little idiosyncrasies because you can make a difference. You know, I've had people that write, me, write me all the time just a smile, just a thank you, can mm-hmm. I help you? You know, we teach them to honor the, the gold, we call them golden sorority members, like, you know, honor them. If they, if they need a chair, give it up. Mm-hmm. Right. Let them sit down and right. different things. But we, we look for, you know, brains and, and, you know, and someone who knows how to carry themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Coretta, that is obviously important, but I want to touch on something that Kathy talked about just a short time mm-hmm. ago when she was talking about business. Mm-hmm. We know how to take care of business. We take care of and business. And when you talk about business and impacting a community, mm-hmm. tell me about the economic impact so, that this organization organizations bring into the St. Louis area. So this
2: weekend, okay, so our conference uh, um, attendance is over 2,800 members. Huh. And so, right downtown, we have booked over 3,900 hotel rooms. That's and that's for the members that are uh, that we know about, right? Right. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there are always people that come, right? That are that are not necessarily part of the conference. So that's 3,900 hotel rooms. Then you look at in terms of the business, we'll spend over two million dollars. I think it's this more weekend. like three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. so yeah, over three million dollars. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Because yeah. a lot of times you don't think about it, and right. somebody said, "Do you know the economic impact that's right. right. happening in St. Right. Louis right. right now?" Right, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. It's, it's significant. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. significant because this is a record breaker for Central Region. Correct. We've never had. I projected twenty five hundred. I mean, it's still just today. They're mm-hmm. texting me saying. Is come? it too late? Cause <laughs> we, we stopped on site registration some years ago. Right. So there's sti- I mean, today, heading mm-hmm. out here, I'm like mm-hmm. lo- looking at the Texas while right. Coretta was driving. <laughs> 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 driving. But I was looking at it, it's like, is there any way I can still get there? Is there any way I can still get there? Right. We do, and, and one special thing, the only central region and then one other region is our uh, Build a Bear. We call it the A.K.A. Honey Bear. Uh So we've got a signature honey bear that no other region can get. So right. they like, how do we get it? How do we get right. it? You know, right. so, and, and that was a great moneymaker for us mm-hmm. so that we could mm-hmm. treat the ladies, you know, with, with, with high standards.
0: Right, mm-hmm. you know?
2: absolutely. It's absolutely. a great partnership, Build-A-Bear, uh-huh. yes. Awesome,
1: <laughs> well
0: thank you both so much for being here. I've enjoyed thank talking you. with you and have an awesome conference. Thank you so, thank much. You so thank much, thank you so thank much. All you. right, stay with us, when we come back, we'll tell you about the Kingdom House and how it's changing lives in the St. Louis area. Stay with us, back in a moment. Welcome back to the Pulse of St. Louis. You know, the Kingdom House is making a big difference in the lives of residents in our community. The agency helps the economically disadvantaged achieve economic independence, self-sufficiency, and a path out of poverty. And it's been doing so for more than 115 years. Joining me now, Emily Stewart. She is Director of Family Development and Coordinator of the Program Evaluation. Maida Perides, she is the financial social worker. Marshida Harris, She is the Kingdom Academy Teen Advisor and Scott Walker. He is the President and CEO of the Kingdom House. Thank you all so much for being here. I am so excited to have you. There's a wealth of information (laughs) that we have to disseminate to the people, guys. We have to do it right now. (laughs) And and Scott, I want to start with the history of Kingdom House. How did it come about and when?
5: You know what? It started back in 1902, and it really came about as there was a shoe manufacturer in the neighborhood and had a large immigrant population, and the wages back then weren't self-sufficient. And uh, so they started to help his employees. And it's grown uh, since then into what it is today. So always been in that neighborhood within a six block radius.
0: And then tell me the communities that you serve.
5: So you know, we're based in LaSalle Park, but we really serve in general a five zip code area. But we really, with our programs now and the impact we're having, we're drawing in folks from a wider range all the time.
4: That's awesome. Rashida, tell me about some of the programs that you're involved with. So I'm particularly involved with Kingdom Academy, which is our high school component. We serve as an after-school program to um, all of the scholars that are pretty much in St. Louis Public Schools. So they come to us at about three o'clock and they come and receive uh, enrichment classes, a hot meal. Um, They have one-on-ones with their teen advisors and so much more, so it's a great way for the scholars to get active in the community and it's a great way for the scholars to get educated into the next thing that they will be going into. Tell me about some of the enrichment classes. So some of the enrichment classes can look like a yoga class, which serves as health and wellness. Um, We work with BJC, so they come in and teach a health and wellness class, but they also come in and teach, um, show them how to make smoothies, what it looks like to be, um, to make your own food. Also they came in and our scholars are now CPR and first aid certified. So it's incredible to have that. particular class. We're also Wyman top facilitators. So they receive the top curriculum. So our scholars are taught about social and emotional wellness and a, a plethora of things, but it's really to ensure that they are well-rounded as we take the holistic approach.
0: And you have a partnership with my alma mater, Roosevelt High School. Yes, we do. Tell me about that. What do you guys do so there? So we
4: do outreach. We do our Wyman Top outreach program at Roosevelt High School. So we literally go into the schools on their B days. It's their last class, and we use the Wyman Top curriculum to reach those scholars. So it's an incredible impact that we're having at Roosevelt High School. And some of those scholars from Roosevelt then come over to Kingdom House, and they're a part of Kingdom Academy. So it's a great Great right way to get in the community and serve scholars everywhere.
3: That's awesome. Maida, tell me about your, invi- your involvement in the program. Well, my program is for adults. Uh, the financial social work I do one on one coaching, um, financial literacy. I particularly work with uh, Spanish speakers clients. Um, we do a lot of programs there, like uh, with United Way, uh, Lending Circles, um, Microloans is a new program that we start. So we um, teach people how to save money, if they want to open a bank account, if um, like mostly financial literacy because they um, prevent to being scammed. you know, if they want to buy a house, if they want to buy a car. So they have to know all the steps to do that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Can you share some of those steps? Because it's interesting that you mentioned financial literacy. There was a huge report that just came out earlier this yes. week yes. that talked about the number
3: of people who are not financially literate. Yes. So that's yeah, a this huge is the Money Smart yes, month. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of classes free around St. Luis. Um, for example, one well, the program is one participant doesn't know how to start for buy a house. So first, we pull a credit report. We do a software credit. Uh, we, see, we, we see if they have collections. What is his credit score? Um, if there is bad or not too good, we start to work in that. So when they have minimum 620 the score, they are prepared for go to the banks. Right. Because if they go before, it's like loss of time and documents. Um, that's bad, so um, that's nice that they know that and the papers, the documents that they have to show to the banks um, to see the first step. For example, um, go to the real estate people. They know that they don't have to pay the real estate. You know, the person who is selling the the house have to pay the real estate. So. Sometimes they pay the real estate man, but it's no. You don't have to do that. Right. Yeah, so, but the real estate agent should know that too. Yes, take the but you know, sometimes they get advantage when right. the people didn't know that. Sure, so absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I love very that. little things. Mm-hmm. We also um, invite people from banks to do classes there. Oh, that's
0: nice. Yeah, the good
3: thing that every class, we have uh, daycare free, so the parents doesn't have excuse, don't go there. (laughs) That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So Emily, tell me a little bit about what you do there.
6: Yeah, so I'm the director of our family development um, Mm -hmm. department, and so that includes the financial stability services that Maida spoke about. We serve the adults that come to Kingdom House. We have five core programs. We have a health and wellness program for women, so any women in the community who would otherwise have a barrier to accessing a fitness program or a healthy nutrition program, um, one of the cool components is that, of that program is that we have meals catered that the women will then take home to their families. Um, they're fresh, they're family-sized, home-cooked meals. So that um, goes home with them every evening that they're in programming. So they still have that bonding time over dinner. Then we have our financial stability program, working on savings goals, debt reduction, um, repairing credit, or for many of our immigrant families, building credit for the first time. And we know that credit makes the world go around here, so it's very necessary. Um, Opening healthy banking products. We have the St. Louis Community Credit Union has the micro micro branch on site, and so we can help steward people over to the micro branch and help them open up an account for the first time. and then again, those great credit-building products like the lending circles and the micro loans. Um, we have a maternal mental health program. We have a fantastic social worker who works with our Latina mothers who are parenting babies, um, pregnant or parenting babies up to two years old. She works with them on psychoeducation around kind of the anxiety and um, other types of stress that go around with uh, go along with being pregnant or having a one-year-old. Yeah. Um, and they meet on a biweekly basis. She does some more intensive therapy as well. Um, And then she also runs a social capital building group. So social capital is kind of that um, new emerging concept of social supports and relationships that we have and how we feel engaged in our community. And so she works with our immigrant families on what resources are available and how do you feel like an engaged member of your neighborhood? What can you be doing to give back? And what kind of value do you feel like you have? Um, we also have a fresh on-site food market that families can shop at, and that's open to the broader community. Wow. It's very low cost. We also accept EBT cards um, with the goal of having, um, it's not your traditional food pantry with canned, canned goods on the shelves, and you can take one brown bag and leave. It's, you can shop for as much as you want. It's fresh, it's healthy, produce, dairy, eggs, all sorts of things, um, and an on-site thrift store, which has clothing, household goods, toiletries, all those kinds of things that WIC and SNAP won't pay for. That's in- yeah. incredible. It's a lot of, of really great services. stuff. Yes, yeah.
0: Yes. I want to continue the conversation. Sure. We'll come back, but I'll take a break right now. <laughs> yes. Stay with us. We are back in a moment. Oh my God. Welcome back to the Pulse of St. Louis. We're talking with representatives from Kingdom House, and I didn't know they had all of these programs. They are absolutely amazing. And Scott, you were saying in the break, what, about 13 programs? 13
5: different programs, and a lot of them have been developed in the last several years as we've moved from a what we call a transactional relationship to a more transformational relationship with our participants. So. And
0: these are holistic programs, mm. and I love what you say, a path out of poverty.
5: Right, so we path out of poverty. Uh, We also, like I mentioned ourselves, are participants, not clients, because our people work very hard on making a better life for themselves, and we just set the stage for them. And you've only heard a part of it. I mean, we have an early childhood center, uh, after school program, and a senior companion program, as well as additional senior programming. So it is very holistic across the board.
0: So how can people get involved?
5: Well, they can get involved in many ways. Uh, If you need our services, you just come in and and, uh, talk to our staff and we'll get you set up to identify what your needs are and and, uh, what we can help with. But we have a great volunteer department, a great program that has two different components to it. It has uh, normal volunteer opportunities, but it also has uh, social justice and advocacy pieces to it as well, which is a bit important. And the neat thing about Kingdom House is anybody can volunteer there. There's no age requirements. We don't have HIPAA laws because some of our kids uh, can't be exposed to outside folks. So it's a great place to be. And volunteers are a big part of what we do.
0: And you need volunteers, I'm sure.
5: All the time. So all the time. We always talk about uh, we're a $3.5 million agency. uh, And if we were a business, we'd have a third more people. So we fill (laughs) that gap (laughs) with volunteers. So they're very important to what we do.
4: Yeah. Rashida, what do you like about the program and being at Kingdom House? There's so many things to, to like about Kingdom House. Um, I think one of the greatest things that we are, we're all speaking to is relationship. So for me, particularly working at Kingdom Academy, every time a scholar walks in my door, that's another opportunity for another relationship. Um, and for me, working as a teen advisor, knowing that the trust with my scholars is dependent upon relationship. So a scholar will bring in another scholar, a family member, because of that relationship. Um, also knowing one of, one of my greatest, my favorite pieces of Kingdom House is the Christmas shop. Um, my first encounter with the Christmas shop just blew my mind. And also, all of our participants are able to take, partake of the Christmas shop. So our scholars partake of it, any participants in family development take, take partake of it. It's incredible. So it's the relationship and then the resources that come from those relationships.
0: Yeah, Maida, how rewarding is it for you, especially when you see these families that are getting on financial track, whether it's building their credit, whether it's helping them to open a bank account, mm-hmm helping them to buy a house or a car,
3: those are huge things. Yeah, I feel so happy. Um, they always very grateful. So I'm very proud of them, because at the end, they finish to do like my family, because they stay there all the weekends. Um, sometimes they don't have more family here. Um, go every week to classes share experience, so it's very nice. Yeah.
6: yeah, Emily, I'm sure you probably share that sentiment, huh? Oh yeah, it's, it's a big family. Um, we love it when our participants drop by with their new babies and come yeah. and visit us. <laughs> we know yeah. that, um, you know, financial stability um, enables financial freedom, and with that freedom you have the choice to do what you feel is right for yourself and for your family, and so our goal is to remove the barriers so that people have that freedom to choose. Good point. I
0: love it. Got to take another break. Final thoughts are up next. Welcome back to the Pulse of St. Louis. You know, we're talking about the Kingdom House and how it is empowering members of our community so that they can move forward and lead successful, healthy lives. And Emily, this whole notion of just empowering communities, that really is a powerful thing.
6: It is. And, um, you know, the the communities are doing it themselves. Um, We need some key tools in our toolbox to get there. Everyone needs relationships, we need other people, we need that social capital. Um, I certainly rely on the people in my life all the time. Um, and for a lot of our families, they're living in segregated neighborhoods. They're isolated, maybe language barrier is an issue. Um, and we hope that we can broaden that neighborhood for them and be a piece of that neighborhood. Um, financial capital is necessary. We all need money, right, um, to be doing better than we've done in the past, to do, have our children do better than we've done. And so through our creative kind of non-threatening, ways of helping build credit and build assets and build, um, increase their income. We're helping in that department as well. And then the human capital, the skills, yeah. the education to get there, and just um, the confidence, the self-efficacy to get there as well. So
0: Absolutely. it's, it's Scott, there are so many wonderful stories and I'm sure you can share a success story with us real quickly.
5: Yeah, I think one of them is our financial literacy program. We uh, recently had one of our participants who had lived across the street for 15 years. and had used our services, but when we changed over to a more transformational model, she jumped right into the uh, financial stability piece of it. And last summer, she was able to move out of public housing into her own home, uh, which had been brand new rehabbed. But the neat part of that is is that her mortgage is $20 a month cheaper than her public housing cost was. So it becomes very expensive to be poor, and that's why it's so important that they have the ability to have these skills and exposure to the right tools.
0: And and it's really nice that you are in the community making all these changes happen, and these are changes for the better. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for The Pulse of St. Louis. Remember, for News 24-7, be sure to watch News 11 at noon, 4, and 7. I will see you next time.